Hello to my friends, foes, and fucking hoes. This is your host, Grace Reyes, with your guide to swiping right, looking tight, and eating every goddamn bite. Let's get started. I just want to say thank you so much for all the feedback, response, and the listens on the first episode. I was really nervous about putting it out. Didn't know how many I was going to get, but on the first episode, I got over 250 listens, and I just really want to say thank you. I just am baffled and mind-boggled with all the support, and I just really want to say thank you, and to keep it up, I'm going to keep producing really good content, and I want you guys to be here on the beginning of the journey with me, so thank you. I'm sure half of the listens are from my high school acquaintances. They're like, what the hell is Grace up to? Uh, but it makes sense, considering I was literally a shit show in high school, and still kind of ha- kind of am. I can't talk today. And if you know, you know. <laughs> uh, I peaked freshman year. I think everybody who knew me in high school knew that. Um, and life kind of spiraled from there. I think a lot of people, when they were young, or in college, or even now, like in their present life, overthink everything. I, that's come to mind a lot lately with work and school and everything just trying to have everything perfect in their lives which I've never had that mindset I've literally blacked out probably a million times been a total mess but I learned from it and nobody's perfect yeah I work hard but I am a mess sometimes and I'm very okay to admit that I'm striving, baby. Um, but yeah, am I going to drink a whole bottle of wine the night before an exam or a big meeting at work? Yeah. Am I going to drink, go out with the girls, have a wine night instead of doing a paper that's only 10 points? Probably. Do you know what? I think people overthink it and they think it's going to be the end of the world if they don't do that one little thing or if they aren't totally prepared but do you know what you're gonna be just fine i've been doing this for a couple years now and i'm i've turned out pretty all right right i got my things together i'm working hard but i'm still having fun while doing it the biggest question i received from episode one was who is piano girl time will tell maybe i'll have her on i've kind of talked to her about it she's interested but i want to keep the fans guessing but i'll give you a little insight on to who she is. She's a close friend of mine. And the man, the ex, was a very wealthy, successful man from out of the state. And things went south. So, you know, if you're a man or your lady cheats on you and you have to move a goddamn piano, contact Mike and Lewis, piano moving engineers. They're COVID cautious and moved the piano with precision expertise resulting and no harm to the instrument. If your piano needs moving in Metro Detroit area, give them a call at 248-332-2244 and say Truly Curated sent you. Now for my very, very first guest. Very excited about this one. I thought it was a very good, fun interview. You might know her from Instagram or around the town. Her Instagram is Broke in Bougie, where she sells vintage designer and name brand clothing for the fraction of the price. Please welcome Alana Lorkowski.
My name is Alana Lerkowski. My Instagram handle is Broken Bougie, spelled B-R-O-K-N-B-O-U-J-E-E. And why did you pick that username? Because I wanted girls who, like myself, are who are in school or don't have the best jobs, but still love fashion, be able to afford really cute clothes. Okay, and so how did you start doing this business, this fashion business? Can you explain the business to me? Um, well, it started a long time ago. My first job, I actually worked at a thrift store when I was 16. Okay. And my aunt was like, Alana, you're so talented, you're so good at finding like good, cute clothes, blah, blah, blah. So she told me about Poshmark eight years ago. <laughs> and so I downloaded the app and I started making sales and it was so easy and it was um, kind of like almost addicting. Every time you made a sale, it felt really good. So I downloaded every app I could use. Some have come and gone, but I've always stuck to Poshmark because it's been around the longest. And then friends and family have always asked like, oh, like I want to buy stuff from you, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of wanted something that was mine. Like a page where it's almost like, um, I don't want to call it like a showroom, but like a, a place where you can see like things that I bought <laughs> and that are easy to like purchase through me, not just online. Right. And like Poshmark and those apps, they take commission too, right? They do. So was that part of the decision too, like to make your own platform? Um, not necessarily because I can sell for more expensive on Poshmark. Oh, okay. So, Instagram, I like I like giving my... These are my customers, like my Broken Bougie customers. Mm -hmm. So, like, they come back to me. But, like, when you, when you go online, like, there's so many other sellers that you don't have returning customers. Very rarely do you have people coming back to your page because there's, like, thousands of pages to oh. shop from. Oh, interesting. I never thought of that. Yeah. Huh. And so that's how you started the Instagram page, Broken Bougie. Yeah, that's how I started. Like, so I always sold online and then I was like, you know what? I want to like make it easy to mm -hmm. just be like, okay, this is everything I'm posting. If you follow me, you get first dibs, you get the best prices. Mm -hmm. And I already had the photos on my camera roll to post online. Mm -hmm. So to make an Instagram, I just used the same photo. So it wasn't taking any more time. Or effort, you know? Right. So, I am I was like, I might as well just do an Instagram. Interesting. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Um, so, is this your only source of income? Do you work? Are you in school? I, this is my main source of income. I work at an awesome boutique called Avenue Boutique. And it's, that's in Gross Point, right? It's in Gross Point on Mac Avenue. I'm there Wednesdays and then Friday mornings. And honestly, it's like the best place ever to work. It's awesome, and my boss has helped me actually a lot with my business and has always supported me, so I think it's kind of rare because I think a lot of business owners would potentially be, like, threatened, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, but she's been really great, so that's another job I have, but it doesn't feel like a job either, you know, so Broken Bougie and Avenue. Oh, nice, okay. So where do you find your clothes? Because I've bought in from you. I've bought in 
Club Monaco where the tag's still on it and it says $300 and you sell it for 50 which I find like phenomenal. Um, I get my clothes from everywhere. I'm always looking. Everyone knows that I sell clothes. So whether it's people give me clothes to resell or um, I even my boss gives me clothes when mm -hmm. people don't want their items done or don't want their items back. She lets me go through the donations, so she'll give me things to resell. I love thrift stores. I love, um, there used to be a pound store that they had connected to Salvation Army. Oh, really? So clothes were dirt cheap. It sucked because it was... Pound, like you have to dig through piles, right? You dig through piles, and then you pay by the weight. Oh. And so I used, before COVID... <laughs> I used to get a lot of stuff from the pound store, but really, any opportunity I get to look or search mm -hmm. for clothes, I always take it, and um, so really, I'm going to say mainly thrift stores is my main source, but. Okay, gotcha. So what is your style? You tend to shop for clothes your own style, correct? Somewhat. I think a lot of it is my style, obviously, things that I think are really cute. My style, it's funny because I'm either super casual mm -hmm. or I'm dressed up. So I'm either like in sweatpants or I'm going out and I have heels on and look fabulous. But So it's hard to say what my style is. And as you can tell, like on my Instagram, I'm always wearing a bunch of random clothes. So I think like, I think I'm not too specific on favorites mm -hmm. so I'm kind of all over the place I feel that so has that been tough with uh COVID like not being able to dress up and go out as much yes it has the last restaurant I went to was so nice and I was like in my head like oh, if this was like indoors I could wear a substitute outfit here and I wore Timberlands and <laughs> a fuzzy coat <laughs> dressing up so much me too like even be able to do this just like get out of my house and like have somewhere to work I like dress like put makeup on which yeah I, which I might do maybe once or twice every other week these mm -hmm. days so yeah I definitely understand um what trends do you see coming in this new year I mean this sounds so bad but I think athletic wear and so fans are only going to take over the the fashion industry. For me personally, like I don't really buy like gowns or dressy stuff mm -hmm. really because I'm gonna sell thirty pairs of yoga pants before I sell a dress. Yeah. And I remember getting Lululemon's yoga pants, mm -hmm. but then the high waisted band was like the colored. Yeah. Remember? And they don't I don't think they sell those anymore. I miss like the pink up here, but it was like a black leggings. See, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I've seen them and I see them all the time in the thrift store and I refuse to buy them even though they're little lemon. But I think I missed that turn. I don't know what happened, but I would never was like a Lululemon girl. Yeah, you you don't seem like a that kind of like look. I mean I you can dress sporty, but I feel like you do it a little more like, I feel like your style is very like business casual and like sophisticated when I see a lot of the stuff you wear. It depends, like <laughs> depends where I'm going. Like you can imagine 
I have a lot of clothes. So when I'm sourcing clothes for, or for to post, I'm always like running into things that I keep. Mm-hmm. And almost like the thrift store or wherever I'm getting clothes from dresses me. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> you don't go to a place and be like, okay, I'm looking for this specific item. So that's what I do. So how do you like? How do you shop at a thrift shop? I, well, broken bougie is just like part of what I sell because mm-hmm. that's more. I market it towards like girls like me. Right. But I I also sell like women's clothes and like other things or even plus size sometimes. So. I look for, um, obviously, name brands and fabrics. Like, Silk, I always pick up. Cashmere, mm-hmm. I always pick up. Um, obviously, you know, like I said, name brands. Like, whether it's, like, a simple one, even, like, Chico's. There's a, people who love Chico's. And so that's something I want to post on my Broken Bougie. But every brand has, like, a following. So, like, mm-hmm. when you're posting... On the internet, people look up specific brands to look for clothes because they know the fit, they know like the quality, and so name brands is like very important. But also, if you find unique pieces, like those always do well too. You know. Interesting, because you sell a lot of Ann Taylor. I think I've seen a good amount on your page, and I like never shop there, but. When I do, and you have, like, really good pieces from them, and it's not a place I'd ever think of, like, shopping. No, we wouldn't. And actually, I've been on their website before, and they actually really cute stuff. <laughs> I used to get my tights there, like, I don't know, are they still in the village? I drove past, like, yesterday or something, and I noticed they're not there anymore. Oh, really? They're yeah. gone? Yeah. Oh, wow. They're on. I think the loft might still be around, but I think Ann Taylor has done those. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? There's, like, Chico's. I don't even know if Chico's is still there. I think they are. I don't know for sure. Yeah. I'm surprised. Like, the village, I hate to say it, but no one ever stays in the village for more than three years. Oh, not at all. Um, so, if you're on a date, well, you have a boyfriend, correct? Yeah. But, like, are there things, like, if you're on a date with someone and he dresses bad, like, absolute no? There's so many no's. I honestly, I don't even know where to start. It's so funny because I've always been a dictator in my boyfriend's wardrobes. Does he dress well or no? Uh, no. That's how I feel about mine. Like, he can, but sometimes he he can't, and it drives me nuts. I literally ordered so many clothes for him on Nordstrom, and I was like, please, like, can we just start the way you're both doing it? I'm just gonna recreate your wardrobe. But, um... He is very, he's like a normal guy who doesn't care about his appearance, and he's a tennis coach, so he's always in active wear, which can, I, he looks great in it, but he doesn't, he like wears things that he's worn for like 10 years, you know? <laughs> I'm like, can we just get you in like something that fits right and hasn't, doesn't have holes in it or stains? <laughs> So, I'm going to say, I'm actually not, I actually think it's more attractive when a guy is not super into what he wears. I think it's better when he's very confident and just wears whatever. I like a good middle. Because if he's so obsessed with what he wears, he looks like a douchebag. Totally. Yeah. So, I know what you mean, but I do like the active wear sometimes. I do like the active wear. But that's what's nice about boys. 
they don't care. So mm-hmm. you can put them in whatever <laughs> you want them to be in. So if you get a guy that's like, I think one of the worst things, actually, there's a couple things I don't want to offend anyone. No, please go for it. But we mentioned before the podcast started, the hipster looks. I'm not a fan. I think I don't like the man bun or the long hair or like, or a lot of facial hair that is grown out or how that style with like the cropped pants. Anything skater boy? Like I, I know, don't like skater boy. I know some girls dig it. So if you're a skater boy, it's probably hot to a lot of people. But I don't like it personally. So I would say skater boy, my least favorite. And then on the other spectrum, <laughs> super like I don't want to call it like perfect, but like wears like like a whole outfit. So let's say he wears. Burberry or something. He has a Burberry belt and then the Burberry shirt on the logo and wears, like, too much cologne and... Like, they're obsessed with the labels at that point. Obsessed with the labels and almost, like, it feels like it's trying too hard, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. I don't like that either. But I don't like the guy that, like, has to look perfect everywhere. And, like, if something got on his shirt... I mean, that's oh, the guy describing. But, like, is it, like, all Burberry, or is it just, like, like all label? Or is it just, like, the guy that has to look? It's the, it's the same person. Like, yes. Yeah. Is that the same category? I'm going to say yes, because what you're describing is sounds similar to what I'm thinking. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, I like a good middle. Yeah. So, when your boyfriend dresses up, does he dress up nice? Like, or do you have to make him? Actually, no, he will wear anything, so I bought him stuff, and, like, if we go out to dinner or something, he'll just wear, like, a black sweater, like, like a v-neck, and, like, some, like, dark wash jeans, and, like, he looks great, it's super simple. Yeah, simple, clean. Yeah, but I remember before we actually started dating, he showed me a picture of him, and, uh, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> he looks so good. I was like, oh, oh my goodness, that's probably why we're dating right now. Mm-hmm. It's because that one photo. But that was before me, so he dressed himself. So he can dress himself. So he, I guess he can when, it, when he has to. So he looked great. And so now I have a little bit of confidence. But day to day, I don't have much confidence in his outfit choices. So, have you been dating for a while, or is this, like, a during COVID thing? Um, it's more new. I I was dating someone over the summer, but, like, it was going to end. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I was back on the market. <laughs> I was single and ready to, and ready to mingle. <laughs> and so I, like... Got on the dating apps because that's what you're supposed to do. And um, dating apps are so bad. I hate them. But you're going to end up being single forever. I swear to God, if you don't get on dating apps during quarantine, (laughs) no one's going to come knocking on your window. So I... (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I have a quarantine boyfriend. I met my boyfriend during quarantine. You did. Yeah. You did, yeah. Yeah. 
You you have to. Like, there's, there's no, no way you're going to meet anybody unless you want to date your neighbor or, like, your friend's brother or, <laughs> like, someone you've known your whole life. Like, someone you went to high school with, like, no. X amount of years ago, and it's just weird now. Yeah, no, I don't want to do it. So, um, we have started dating, probably we've been dating for, like, four months. Okay. And it's a good relationship. So, that's awesome. <laughs> Except for his outfits, but that's okay. So you haven't seen him really dress up yet, because you haven't had an opportunity. No, really. I haven't. That's how I feel. And I think, so he, my boyfriend, he's um, Sicilian, so he mm-hmm. look, he has like olive skin and darker hair, so mm-hmm. I think a brown leather jacket would look so good on him. I can tell he's a little hesitant, though. I think if you found the right one, and you should like mm-hmm. take him shopping and have him try on things. Because mm-hmm. I don't like, I mean... You look like a skater boy with, like, the black leather jacket and the white. You know, like, black is very harsh. Leather mm-hmm. is very, a very intense fabric. It, it draws a lot of attention, especially mm-hmm. for a man. And black is very harsh. I think brown is more soft right. and, like, less, n- less attention-grabbing. Do you like men in, like, leather jackets or not really? Um, I think it depends, like, who it is, and if you can pull it off, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not gonna hate, but, like, for, like, my boyfriend, I don't think I'd put him in a leather jacket. You don't think so? So, have you ever had, I've had my, like, clothing mishaps, like, when you're out, I tend to, I had this pair of leggings I probably wore for, like, at least a month uh-huh. before realizing I had a huge hole, like, right where my thong is. And someone had to tell me, like, hey, you've been wearing these for a while, and I had a hole, or, like, I've had a bodysuit on that I didn't wear a bra, and then I took photos, and you could totally mm-hmm. see that it was see-through. Have you had any bad clothing mishaps, or are you pretty good about it? That's a good question. I'm going to say no. <laughs> no? I don't think so. I'm trying to think, like, there's been times, like, it's small, stupid stuff where, like, I'll come home, and I'll notice, like, I got stains all over my clothes, and I'm like, oops. <laughs> Like, yeah. you know what I mean? But those things I feel like other people wouldn't even notice. Mm-hmm. So maybe, I'm trying to think of a heel ever broke or anything crazy like that. But I'm going to say not yet. I don't think I've had a broken heel. It's common. It, it, you see it in the movies, but I've never had it yeah. really happen to me. I mean, this is, like, not the same thing as, like, what you're talking about. But I remember wearing these heels. And they were these stilettos. And... They went really well with my outfit, but they were very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And this was BC before COVID. Quicken <laughs> uh, <laughs> Loans had their Christmas party, and then after, have you ever been to Cash Only? Yeah. After I wasn't planning on going out, but I did, and so the Christmas party probably started like I don't know, maybe seven, mm-hmm. and I was out till three. Oh, so my feet. I honestly don't know if I have to get surgery in the future because of this night. But my feet were in so much pain, I couldn't believe it. Like, mm-hmm. they were, like, numb the next day. Like, I was, like, trying to, like, move them around. I was like, okay, well, was that even worth it? Like, And where can my listeners find you? So, my Broken Bougie page? Yes. So, it's on Instagram... It's Broken Bougie, B-R-O-K-N-B-O-U-G-E-E, and um, 
your designer plug? Your designer plug, which is my more high end or my high end things. So that's your designer plug twenty twenty, and that's also me. So you can find me on either or. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Um. Thank you so much for being on. It's been a pleasure. It's been really fun. If you buy something from Broken Bougie or your designer plug, you get fifteen percent off if you mention the podcast. Wow, that was such a fun interview. I've never met Alana before, and let me tell you, that was a great first interview. She gave a lot of insight on fashion, and we had good laughs, and we got to talk about what boys wear and all that good stuff. So I'm very thankful to have her on the podcast. Don't forget, if you buy something from her on her Your Designer Plug or Broken Bougie, if you mention the podcast, you get 15% off. That's right, listeners, 15% off. So don't skip out on that deal. She's got great items. I love her clothes. I've been shopping from her for about a year now, and I thought she would be the perfect first guest. And it worked out really well. We had some drinks together. I really got to know her, and that's really fantastic, making friends through a podcast. Who would have thought? If you guys are like me, I definitely gained the quarantine 15. Not necessarily 15 pounds, but maybe around 5, you know lost the muscle that I totally had last year. So if you're trying to get that workout in, go to LA Fitness in Gross Point and get 75% off your membership when you come in and mention the promo code Truly Curated. If you're already a member, you can have a complimentary free buddy pass. Any questions you have, contact Mackenzie at 313-732- Nine one eight eight. Again, three one three seven three two nine one eight eight. I better see you guys at the gym doing them squats like me. Sometimes I'd consider myself an uncultured swine, and because of that, it's part of the reason why I came up with worth the hype. Because I want to try new things and new drinks. They're not even new. They're just things I never really grew up wanting to eat. Because I kind of can be picky with the simplest of things. And so I'm trying it. So you don't have to. Unless it's good. Um, That's right. It's time for Worth the Hype. I mean, if you know, you know I love a good Italian man. But I never made my way to Olive Garden. Because... It just didn't seem authentic. I've heard horror stories, but I knew like that they got people got sick after, and I just really want to try the breadsticks. I've been seeing Olive Garden on TikTok lately, and I just I just needed it, so I got it for the first time this weekend. And let me say it was fancier than I thought. I like showed up in like sweatpants and a sweatshirt, like hungover. But it was, like, fancy. Like, the people are in, like, black button-downs. And I was like, oh, shoot. Like, I am underdressed. So I changed in the car really quickly. Slept some mascara on. But I have to say, very disappointed in the breadsticks. I normally see them on, like, online. And they're covered in butter and garlic. And, ooh, they just look phenomenal. I think we got a bad batch. Um, pretty dry. It didn't really taste like anything. There wasn't really any butter or you know, that good, good stuff on it. And so that was disappointing. The salad, salad's pretty good. I really think the only thing that makes a salad is the dressing. So 
the dressing was good, but definitely had a lot of sodium in it. I was feeling the heartburn after that. But I decided, because I wanted to try, you know, all of that Olive Garden has to offer. I got the tour, the tour of Italy trio, which includes lasagna with like the meat sauce, the bolognese, the fettuccine alfredo, and the classic chicken parmesan. And, you know, honestly, I'm not a fettuccine alfredo kind of girl. If it's too heavy, I don't feel great after it. I like something light. I like cacio e pepe or carbonara more than a alfredo sauce. But let me just say, they did pretty good on the alfredo. It was light. It wasn't too heavy. I could eat it. And, you know, didn't feel, didn't feel terrible after, which was good. Chicken parm, you know, I could, you know, the chicken definitely didn't taste the freshest, but, you know, they put so much cheese and sauce and fry it up and it didn't, you know, you barely taste the chicken, so that was fine. Um, the lasagna, it's no, it's no Italian lasagna, what can I say? Like, this is not Italian Italian food, this is, uh, like, Walmart Italian food, what can I say? Um, but, you know, it kind of, like, gets the cravings going, you know, when you're just really just wanting to treat yourself to something bad. I've seen the calories on the menu. Each menu, each entree was, like, 1,200 calories. Oh, my God. I don't even eat 1,200 calories in a day. So, it's definitely something where you treat yourself. And, you know, I had a couple glasses of wine. And this is where karma's a bitch. Oh, the wine glass, I, okay, I stole a wine glass from Olive Garden. And I had to. It was my first time at Olive Garden in my whole life. didn't go as a kid, so I just wanted the wine glass. It had the little olive branch on it. I think it said salute. Um, had to get it. Took it for my purse. You know, nobody noticed. And as soon as I get home to wash it off because it was dirty, I break it. So that's karma. That was my karma for the week. Normally, I feel like karma happens, like, when you're least expecting it, which I was least expecting that, but I feel like it happens later. It doesn't happen right away. Um, that was a big disappointment. Will I go back? Probably not. Did I like it? Sure. Um, but it's definitely not at the top of my to-do list anymore. So, if you guys, again, if you guys have stuff you want me to try... Anything regarding maybe like a makeup product to drinking tool, um, food, drink, you name it, I'll try it. I'll pay for it so, and try it so you don't have to if it's bad. So for this part of the show, I brought on my best friend Lainey. Lainey, say hi. Hi, everyone. If you don't know, this is Lainey Fitzpatrick, one of my best friends. We're pretty much inseparable. And I brought her on for this question because we met pretty, we knew each other before college, but we didn't, we weren't close. I think I cried too once at a party. Mm -hmm. It was my senior year. And I didn't know you. <laughs> and I didn't remember it. And you cried too. Yeah. And now, so how do you, from your personal experience, how do you make a good group of friends in college? Um, from my experience, um, it's kind of funny because it's not usual. I don't know if it's the typical what has happened to everyone. Um, but, I mean, an easy way is just talking to people in your class and for 
from there. Um, a big thing that helped with me um, was I worked downtown as well, and I worked with a couple of girls that also went to Wayne State, and um, they introduced me to their friends, and then we all became friends. And um, when I used to live in Midtown, my roommates also had different friends, um, and it's just kind of introducing. Uh, <laughs> Grace first. Champagne um, makes me burpy. <laughs> um, it's not ritual. Oh, sorry, someone texted you. Um, it's also kind of you know meeting one person and introducing yourself to their friend group and um, introducing them to your friend group and kind of just connecting that way. I know Grace has introduced me a lot to people she's met um, through Wayne State, and I bet I introduced her to one of our close friends, Mackenzie, who also goes to yeah. Wayne State. So it's just kind of, you know, meeting people and kind of just... Right, just meeting people over time. Yeah, I, the best way I would say is in class, which I know is scary, but that's the easiest because there's group projects, there's... Mm -hmm. You have questions about homework. Um, Most classes, people make like a group chat with everyone in the class, especially online. And I know right. it's hard to make friends right now. Yeah, especially on Zoom, it's much harder. So, I I definitely am my goofy self in classrooms. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, so I do make friends that way. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> my Spanish class, he was like teaching us about his siestas. And I go, raise my hand, I go, Professor, I think if you, we really want to understand the concept of a siesta, we need to practice it right now. Oh, my goodness. Are you trying to be friends with people in class or your professors? Oh, uh, well, this professor has the same last name as me. Oh, yes, you are. Yes. Father. He might be my dad's brother. They kind of look alike. But, like, I guess... Wayne State isn't the normal college experience no. at all. Like, you're not going to frat parties, parties and stuff like that. Like, you're going to the bars. Right, because a big, I would also say it's probably your dorms as well, but oh, I yeah. didn't. Um, None of us. My first year I didn't stay in the dorms. I just commuted, and then my second year I moved downtown. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, if you're at a college and you're staying in dorms, that's a huge way, I'm sure. Um, right. You definitely become friends with, like, your roommate first. Your roommate first, and you meet some people on the floor. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, joining groups, too. You can yeah. meet people, uh, especially if it's something you're really interested in. You can meet um, lots of people who have the same interests with mm -hmm. you that way. I've <laughs> We met because she. I knew she lived downtown, and then I reached out to her about living, and then... We talked about living together, and it, our timelines, like, leases didn't end up working out, but... Right. And you like living very close. I love living alone, too. I don't. But some people can't live alone, and they need yeah. to be with people. That's me. I did go on... <laughs> I have gone on Facebook groups, like, Detroit people meet, like, friendship <laughs> events oh going... <laughs> events going on in the city. <laughs> and, right. And then uh, I've met a lot of friends through Instagram, too, yeah. And then Midtown's like a small community. I don't know. Midtown is. is a weird, you know everybody, you, you see. Do. And I mean, that's how I like became friends with my group of friends that yeah, aren't in college. You, but if you live in Midtown, I mean, when Dally happened, I mean, you just see everyone you, you know, know there. And you meet lots of people. Mm -hmm. So 
ever, when, we're both in relationships now, but did you ever, um, like, I went on Bumble, what's the Bumble Friends a few times? I've thought about doing Bumble Friends just to see, there's also Bumble Business. I didn't do Bumble, I didn't click on that, I clicked on Bumble Friends a few times, I think I matched with, like, three girls, and, like, I just, like, never fell through with it, because it was a little sauce. But that's an option. That, that is an option. If you have done that, please let us know how it went. Yeah, um, <laughs> please tell me how that went. I don't know. Maybe you could find a lifelong best friend mm-hmm. on Bumble Friends. Is it called Bumble Friends? It's, yeah, because I think on Bumble there's like an option to friends. switch over to friends and then business. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I saw you uh, liked me on the business <laughs> profile. Would you like to network so our LinkedIn? <laughs> But also, if you, uh, you know, for a college kid's life, you know, uh, getting a job, meeting the people True. you work with. Um, Restaurant I know job. I became really close with a lot of people I worked with. Um, in all honesty, I just when meeting people, just be yourself. I mean, I'm everyone's going through the same thing in college. Right, know? everyone's freaking out. Everybody's, you know, like, trying to figure out their lives. And fit in. Yeah, so... It works out in time, but it is stressful, especially it right is. now. I can't imagine imagine being a freshman. No. In college or going into college yeah. and not being able to do the orientation. I met like a few people at orientation too. Right. Exactly. And so, like, you just gotta be open minded. And, yeah. Um, as requested. Well, I think I also said it. The dating stories. I'm only gonna give one, and Lainey's gonna give one too. I think I have, like, one solid one off the top of my head that's pretty brutal on my end. Um, but, Lainey, would you like to go first? If not, I can go first. Um, yeah, I can go first. Um, I think I was doing dating corner stories. Yeah. So okay. yours is a bad one that happened At, to you. Yeah, to me, yeah. This is me being a dumbass. Right. <laughs> so, two different times. Two different times. Um... Yeah, so this happened, oh gosh, um, almost two years ago, um, met this guy on Tinder, you know, we decided to go on a date, we went to Garden Bowl in Midtown, um, you know, he was alright, uh, but at the end of, and we went and met with my friend and this guy she was seeing afterwards at Lux Flux, um. And afterwards, you know, after the date, I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't know if I was interested in him or just didn't want a relationship at all. So, you know, I kept talking to him for like a week after and then I, you know, called it off or whatever. I just said I wasn't really in the right mind space for dating. So, I think it's like the next day after I told him this, he texts me and he goes, uh, you should go out for a walk today. And I was like, I know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty set right now. <laughs> like, just hanging out in my apartment. And he goes, no, I think you should, you should really go out, uh, for a walk. So I was like, all right, something's up. So I opened the door to my apartment and there's, uh, a bouquet of roses sitting outside my apartment. It has the note and it says, you are stronger than you think. I will not say his name. I don't think he would listen to this, but I'm just not going to say his name. I'm like, you know, 
Do you have a nickname for him? I just call him my stalker boy. Right. Yeah. Um, that's a good. That's a pretty good that's one. A pretty good <laughs> um. You know, time goes on. He would text me every once in a while out of the blue and comment on my Instagram post about how he wants to marry me, put a ring on it. Um, he wants to go out. I'm pretty sure he told me he loved me. Um, Wait, you never gave him... Did you give him your address? He picked me up from... Like, we hung out um, in my place. Oh, okay, so he did where you the date. Yeah, okay. while I was still getting ready. So it's not like these roses just kind of... Yeah, but I'm like, figured out where you live. Here's the thing. Um, we had a front desk person, and typically if they didn't recognize me, they'd have you sign in and kind of call up to the place um, if they were like, hey, someone's here for you. So he just walked into my place, went up in the elevator, and dropped him right outside my apartment. Um, he lived, I think, like 30 minutes away. Went to Lauren's tech, so, you know, it's a bit of a drive. Um, and then he, so, you know, he'd constantly call me, text me, comment on my Instagram posts. Um, then one time I was out with my friends at a bar and, you know, we're, we're getting ready to leave and we're at the front, um, shout out to Cafe de Mondo's, and the people with me were like, Lee, this guy's like hardcore staring at you, um, and they're like, so I, you know, I just kind of did like a glance, like nonchalantly, you know, just to see who it was. And there he is, dead ass staring at me, you know, just like eyes daggered right at me. Um, and he's with the girl, and I was like, oh crap, this is him. And I told my friend Mackenzie, I was like, that's Stalker Boy. And so we were getting ready to leave, and immediately I get a text from him. He goes, I know you saw me. And I go, yeah, I did briefly. He goes, why did you leave? You could have stayed. And I was like, well, we were actually in the back, and we were already getting ready to leave. He goes, I'm so sorry. I was with another girl. He, and then he goes, you know, like, you're my number one. Like, and this is probably, like, month, like five months after our one date. And then he was like, I'm just, he goes, I'm so sorry. I was with another girl. He goes, I know you'd be up. It's okay if you're upset. And all this, I don't know, it was wild. Um, then, not this past Valentine's Day, so last year, 2020 Valentine's Day, he calls me to go out on Valentine's Day, and I was dating this one guy at the time, um, and I was like, um, I'm dating someone, he goes, that's okay, you can still come hang out, and I was like, no, um, and then, oh, best part, my old roommate, um, she matched with him on Tinder, and, you know, she didn't know about him, uh, but I was in a picture of hers on Tinder, and, you know, they're talking, whatever, and then he kept blowing her phone up to come over, because oh um, I think he figured out that I lived with her, and so then I, and I blocked him at this point on my phone, so then I messaged him off of her phone, sent a picture of myself, I was like, please leave my friend alone, never talk to her again. And he has the audacity to be like, I miss you. Do you want to go on a date? And, uh, like, yeah, totally. Sounds normal. Right. Uh, I haven't seen anything. I think he finally followed me up on Instagram. I think he finally went on a date with me now. 
I was afraid. There were a couple of times where I thought he was going to show up to my old work, but never did. So, that was fun. Yeah. Stalkers, we love to see them. Oh, yeah. I do like the free flowers. I had that one guy that would send me flowers. Oh, yeah, that happened to you a few times. Yeah, I had a glass of wine with this guy at my place. He was not interested. I was like, sure, you could come over. We, like, talked for a little bit. He left. I did not want to kiss him. I didn't kiss him, nothing. Mm -hmm. That was, like, the only time I saw him. And then he sent me flowers, like, the day after. He sent me flowers for Christmas, for birthday. He hasn't sent anything in a long time. He still sends me memes. That I don't respond to. And he'll like send me stuff like them Latina girls are crazy or like the funny memes are accounts. And I'm like, I don't talk to you. But I like the chance of knowing that there could be free flowers. So it's not blocked. And I moved, so he doesn't know where I live now. So maybe he sent flowers to Forrest. Oh, maybe. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> they're not going to tell me. Right. <laughs> they're going to be like, shit, keep it myself. But my bad, this is pretty bad. I think this is the worst thing I've ever done on a date. Yeah, remember you calling me afterwards. <laughs> so I was seeing this guy. I think this was our second date, second, third date. And he's from Detroit. Not going to say a name again. Respect their privacy. Good looking guy. Very established in his career. I knew it wasn't a love connection. But I was having fun. It's like it was I, the summer. It was the summer. And <laughs> I think we had a wine night before. And our wine nights get uh, rowdy. Oh, we definitely did go out the night before. Yeah. Yes. Our wine, wine nights are insane. We don't sleep. We drink like madmen. We'll each bring a bottle of wine. So then there'll be like three to four bottles of wine. And then we finish all that. And we go, oh, do you know what we should do right now? Buy a box. And yeah. If you ever are with us and we're like, let's go buy a box, you just know that it's going to take a turn. Take us home. <laughs> but uh, I felt ridiculously terrible. And we, me and Lainey roller, roller skate all the time. And he said he had a pair. So I was like, great. Like, we planned this a few days in advance to go roller skating together. And it was early, too. It was like 8 or 9. And it was yeah. hot. It was like in July. It was hot. It wasn't chilly and nice. It was, like, hot. And we ended up doing, like, eight, I think, like, eight miles. So yeah, it wasn't, yeah, which is far, like, all of that, and then all the way back to my place. And <laughs> there's a hill, like, the Gwinter Cut's down, and you have to, like, walk down a hill or go up a hill to, like, kind of, like, get onto the trail. <laughs> and my, I'm not feeling good, but I didn't really, it didn't really hit me that I was not feeling good. And I didn't eat anything before this either. That was my fault. And I go, we should race up the hill. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's a great idea. I'm smoking him, by the way. I'm pretty, like, I'm pretty decent skater. Mind you, Grace and I at this point, we were doing probably like 10 miles a day when we were yeah. rollerblading. So she, she was... Quarantine, we yeah. were working out hard with roller skating daily. Like daily 10 miles. Easy. And so I was, yeah, definitely yoked in the legs. <laughs> in the legs. And I'm like, oh, no. I get to, like, probably, like, almost to the top. I'm like, this is not good. I can feel it. 
So I start going even faster so I can get a decent amount ahead of him. And I had a black shirt on and I uh, throw up into my shirt. But it was mostly, it was like clear. I didn't have anything in my stomach. It was like spit up. I just had a little spit up. And so I quickly wipe it away, like tuck it in. And like, I'm like not looking back. Once I, I'm like a half a block ahead of him. And I go, I like look back. And he doesn't seem too phased. He didn't seem phased was the thing. Right. I remember you calling and you're like, I don't know if he saw me. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I still don't know to this day if he saw me throw up or not. And we get back to his place. And he's like, oh, like, do you want to come in for something to eat? I was like, no, no, I need to, I need to go home right now. Home. And, like, we did, I he, like, tried to kiss me goodbye, and I swerved into a hug. <laughs> like, a nice little pat on the shoulder. Was that the last time I ever hung out with him, too? Or did we hang? No, we, no, we hung out. Together. Yeah, we, we hung out one more time. Our third year out. And then I never saw him again. <laughs> so... I would like to know if you saw me throw up, <laughs> um, but the world may never know. And shout out if you're listening to this. <laughs> but those are definitely some of the worst dating stories. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't think of anything else that I've done. But I am very happy now, so. Yes, me too. Yeah, I got my other half. Shout out, Tony. 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 <laughs> Oh, man. Well, that concludes this week's episode, and I want to th- a big thank you to all of my sponsors and guests. I'm sorry it was a little lo- little longer, guys, but I think it was a good one. Definitely had some laughs in there. Can't wait to see you guys next week. Remember, no working during drinking hours. Cheers, bitches. Oh, me.